this old new bike, I reckon, but doing good. Hello. I got it on, ain't doing nothing. Tell me again, you can't get me out. Hello. My guitar pick ain't with them, is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it working now? Hello? Five, four, three, two, one. This thing's been messed up, and he's worked on it and worked on it. We'll take it back. He wanted us to try it again before we send it off. from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land he said then will I hear from heaven when we turn from our wicked ways 
First John, first chapter. Hello. First verse, first chapter of First John. That which which from the beginning, which we have heard. This is so simple. I, I, I got to reading this, and you know, I'm afraid we've overlooked the simple part of God's holy word. It's so simple that a little child can understand it. it it's nothing. We make big to do out of it because we want to whip Satan. We want to show somebody what it is. And we go off and want to study a message that's just out of this world ain't nobody else ever heard. We need to come back to the simplicity of God. Amen. I believe if we'd come back to the simplicity of where old John was, I believe he got more humble the older he got, the more humble that he got. And he saw the simplicity of God. And he said, that which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. You know, we've had to take it by faith, but John said here that our hands have handled the word of life. And he sent us a message because he walked there and and saw this. He saw the power of God. I, I believe he saw Jesus raised up and saw all the things that was happening around. And he saw how he was persecuted and how he was beat down. And he realized the power of Almighty God. And he said, I'm going to write it down till Mount Vernon can hear that tonight. Amen. Till Mount Vernon will know how, how, how simple it is. He said this, that I, and that's what touched my heart. I've handled the word of life. I've handled the word of life. And I thought, I've not touched Jesus. I've not seen Jesus. But through the Spirit, I have got my, my holy word, my, my word, amen, of life that I've handled, that I have touched. I've seen it. There's not a one of us sitting here today that ain't seen a great work of God in, in somebody's life or in our life or, or seen our young ones healed or something that looked like there wasn't no way could really happen and and it just happened. It just happened. Only God could have done it. Only God. It was uh, we was in our in the privacy of of our life. But here we have handled the word of God. But have we handled the word of God deceitfully? We are, or we have we handled the word of God as it is? How simple the word of God is. And it plainly says, all you got to do is be born again. He said in Chronicles a long time ago. He said, if we'll turn from our wicked ways, he said, I'll heal your lands. I'll take care of your lands. And then they've looked back and they've seen, John said it, where the land had been healed and where things had been taken care of. And we can read in the Bible and we can see where Jerusalem was beat down, where Jerusalem has been destroyed, where the, the temple has been destroyed. And as we walk through uh, Jerusalem and Israel and uh, place after place after place, we've seen where the church had been tore down. We saw foundations of Peter's house, but there wasn't no house. We saw a foundation is about that high down there by the, uh, by the Sea of Galilee. And we saw where they had went through trouble after trouble, amen, glory to God, to get the word out 
that you and I could handle the Word of God, that we could have. There's no telling how many thousands have been killed just to get the Word of God written down and transferred over into English till we could uh, understand it, till we could know what the Word of God said because somebody handled, amen, the Word of God. Somebody done something with the Word of God. And you know, it's our duty to take the Word of God and to handle the Word of God and carry it to somebody else Amen. It may be with just a smile or just loving somebody. It may be just handing somebody a dollar, somebody that's down on their luck. It might be just giving them a ride. It might not be uh, very much in our eyes, but it might be handling the Word of God that God can use in somebody else's life. And, you know, it never cost my, my old preacher, it, uh, Brenda, it never cost Price Phipps a nickel. Amen. He just loved God and he wanted to know who I was. And he, he could tell by my breath that I wasn't saved. Amen. And, and I'll never forget. He didn't tell me how sorry I was. You need to get in church. He didn't tell me all this. He put that old big arm around my neck. And he had old big brown eyes. Amen. They, they kind of scary. Amen. After you hadn't been in bed all night long, been out fighting roosters and drinking liquor, smelt like a smelt like a hog. Amen. Glory to God. When them old big brown eyes of the pastor put his arm around my neck, Amen. And he said, come up out of the rooster cages where we're at. Put his arm around my neck and he said, I love you. I don't even know, can't remember if he invited me to church or what. But he had handled the Word of God. That's where I'm going. He had handled the Word of God. And when we handle the Word of God, I'm going to tell you something. Animosity and hate and, and rebellion will go away from us. We got rebellion in our life. Amen. As Christians, we got rebellion in our life. We rebel against the Word of God. We, we rebel against the laws of the land. We rebel against the speed limits. We rebel against taxes. We rebel against the highlight bills. Amen. It's going out tonight. We rebel. We are a rebellious generation of people. Amen. Bill said he, when he drank liquor, he just wanted to do what he wanted to do. You know what? That old man once in a while will want to come back. Mine does. That old man wants to raise back up and, and be just like he used to be. He wants to be hateful and arrogant, not do anything that the Word of God that we have handled. We have handled the Word of God. Amen. We've had great opportunity. There's, there's nations, well, Cuba. Amen. You got, you got a, a slip of Bible in. You couldn't, couldn't carry it. And one church went in, we couldn't even carry our Bible into the church. We had to leave it in the car come out the back door and run around the back way and into a house and eat lunch after preaching service. We don't know how great it is for us to handle the Word of God, Amen. not just carry it under our arm, but to look in it and, and see. And John said, I have handled the Word of life, the Word of life, and life is God. Life is God. The Word is, is alive. Amen. How many of us have read it and not applied it to our life? Then it's not alive for us. But if we apply it to our life, it's alive. He said, That was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. How simple is that? How simple is that? You know, I, I, I really can't remember as a boy, I, can, I just can't remember Bibles laying around at my house. I, I just can't remember it. They might have been there. Can't say that they wasn't, but I don't remember Bibles laying around. But the majority of the homes anymore, there's Bibles laying around everywhere. There's Bibles about in every place, and you'll see them in church till we can handle the Word of God. We can read the Word of God. And, and then we've got CDs that's got 
I, I, I'm worried that we can ride down the road and it'll talk to you. And, and uh, mine, uh, my phone, I, I appreciate my phone at 9 o'clock every morning. It gives me a, a verse of Scripture. It dings and gives me a verse of Scripture. Sometimes it's, it's just so simple that I just need it. I mean, sometimes it just lifts me up at 9 o'clock. That simple scripture right out of the right out of the out of that old phone. Just that thing that I might not would be reading. I think maybe Melissa, I'm not sure, Todd or Melissa, one of them put that in there for me. And I praise the Lord for it. When that little dean comes on at nine o'clock, I know it's my scripture. I need to read it. And sometimes, and I don't know how all this works, but sometimes it'll go back for two or three days and pull up the scripture that was for each day. And that's for me because I might have misunderstood some of it. I might not handle it just exactly like I handled it. Sister sent us a text the other day. For, said the, the a message Wednesday a week ago was uh, be content. And she said, I've really been trying this week to put be content to practice. And, you know, I responded, me too. You know, I need to be content. We're, we're just a mutters and grumblers about everything. I guess I ought to be praising the Lord. I went back to the heart doctor Monday, and uh, she's just good to me she can be. Changed my medicine, said, we're trying to take care of me. And she said, have we ever give you any pills? And I said, well, no. And she said, I'm going to give you a car 30-day free. I said, okay. I may go back next week and ask her if she's got 30 more days. I, no, I won't do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, medicine's high, $40 for a little old bottle of medicine. Amen. So I, I appreciated that. So somebody trying to take care of you because you've handled the Word of God. She's trying to take care of me because she liked Audrey, but, but that's good. That's good. <laughs> Amen. That's good. But think about how we've handled the Word of God. Have you ever just flew off and pitched a fit? Yeah. Boy, that's mishandling the Word of God, ain't it? That's letting old brother flesh come right out and take over. Hmm. If you ever had you just, your feelings just hurt so bad, seemingly you couldn't get over it, and it just kept beating you down. It just kept beating you down. I was bad for that when I was younger. I'm about to get over it. For the life was manifest, and we have seen it. Manifest means that it was seen or it it come out. It come out. A great, it come out of something special. It was it was manifest. Maybe I thought about when the sun comes up in the morning, the sun's manifest to us. And I thought about the Son of God is manifest to us through the Holy Ghost power of God. I believe we've taken for granted handling the Holy Ghost power of God. You know, I shouldn't I shouldn't be without a smile. I shouldn't be without happiness. I shouldn't be without peace. There's peace in the Lord. I shouldn't be discouraged and out of heart. You know, it, it's a sight. Poor Jimmy there in prison, amen, and, and he lifted me up today. And he said, Bill, when I get depressed, sometimes I get out of heart. And he said, my cancer, they tell me they can't fix it, but I'm, they maybe just keep me going along. And here I am in jail. He said, when I get depressed, he said, I just go to trying to praise the Lord. And he didn't say that I don't get depressed. He said, but when I do, I try to just praise the Lord. So every one of us get depressed, oppressed, and aggravated. We need to just try to praise the Lord the very best we know how. I believe if we'll turn from our sins, He'll heal our land. 
Amen. I think I believe from the word of God things will begin to get better. Amen. Praise his holy name. For the life was manifest, and we have seen it, and we bear witness of it. John was excited here. You know, we was excited when we got saved. Amen. It's awful easy to let things shut us off. What a privilege. I thought, I thought, and I don't know, but I thought as far as I know right now, and all I've ever talked to him, that Robert's brother needs the Lord. Tried to talk to him a little later today. I said, we're dying, boy. We're dying. We're dying. The devil will make us think we got one more day. I've handled the Word of God enough till I, I don't have the promise of another day. I have the promise of eternal life. But this old body's going to die. This old body's going to suffer. This old body's going to get sick. Have seen it and bear witness and show unto you the eternal life which was with the Father and was manifest unto us. That's manifest again. It was showed to us. He walked with them and said, write this down. The Bible said that it's inspired men of God that wrote down the Bible. And when Jesus was uh, uh, manifest himself to them and they touched it, he wrote it down and he was excited. Can, can we remember when we got saved? And, and I'll be first to tell you, I didn't really know even what happened to me. I didn't understand it and I didn't tell nobody for a couple of days. But the Holy Spirit of God manifested itself to me in the bathroom at night. And it was up to me to take it and grow from that. I'd turn loose of it. I wouldn't believe some of it that I knew was real. I wouldn't apply some of it that I knew would work in my life if I'd straighten up some things. I run from pastor. I didn't want to be a deacon. Didn't want to sing. Didn't want to do this and didn't want to do that. Sometimes didn't even want to go to church. But after I'd handled the Holy Spirit of God and the Word, that was on me. It was on me to bring my flesh under subjection to God. Because the Word had been manifest to us. The Word had been manifest. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. I'm glad I got to come to church tonight. Amen. That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you. And you know, that's all we can take to anybody else. That right there is simple. Old John said, that that I've seen and heard, we're going to declare it unto you. We're going to tell you about it. We're going to let you know. Mm. I remember some of the family that's, was there in the funeral today that, that's gone on. Passed on a good while back. Good friend of mine. But I went and knocked on the door and I said, I'd like to invite you down to church. Been a long time. Long time ago. I mean, we've been friends for years. Worked together. He said, if I was to ever decide to go, he said, I'd just soon come by us anywhere. But he said, I ain't ready yet. He's dead now. 
You don't get ready after you're dead. We need to be getting ready while we can. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. I preached that, I'm sure, just a few months ago. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Amen. Neighbor, can I tell you something? God ain't in a drunk. God ain't in a harlot. He said he's light and there ain't no darkness in him. God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. That's the Word of God. We say we're Christians and never want to go to church, never want to praise God, never want to sing a song, never want to give up the worldly things. Amen, Bill. That's the truth. Amen. I might need to read that again. God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him, and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. So it looks to me like we've got to have fellowship one with another to have all of our sins cleansed we can't have falling outs and down beatings and I was talking to a fellow today and I was talking to a woman and a man different different times how their church had never come back one of them's on down Siloam way the church has never come back from Corona I talked to a lady and her and her husband are leaders in the church have she's been raised up in that church and and she said, for one solid year, we didn't go to church. What a, what a lot that is if we never come to church. What a lot that is. It's so easy to sit at home and feed ourselves and not worry about the church door being open. If nobody opens the church door, then nobody can come in. And it's shut down. All over the country, we see it shut down. We need to be a live church. We need to be a light church. There needs to be a light on here every now and then. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of, blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. 
if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. I remember a fellow, he was colder than a wet rock, I thought, anyway. But he told Butch that he never got saved and he never did have to repent or go pray again. Somebody's missed the Word of God. He said in the ninth verse, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But neighbor, we've got to confess our sins. We've got to admit. And he said if we say that we had no sin, then he said we're a liar. The truth ain't in us. And he said if we are in the light, that we ain't got no darkness. There's a total difference in making a mistake and premeditated sin. It's totally different. We all make mistakes, but that ain't no excuse for us to say, I'm just a sinner, I can go and he'll forgive me, and ask over and over and over for the same thing. No, there ain't no point in it. Them young'uns kill me if I quit now, won't you? Anybody else got anything on that? Let me read four or five from the second chapter. Amen. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, I wondered what age John was here, and probably you can probably look it up and find. I don't know, but but he was getting on up in age. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteousness. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. That's coming out of the word that John handled, the life. The word, the life, and it's come to us. And he said, herein we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. They'll tell you you don't know what you're saved, but the Bible said right there, hereby we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. And he said in the fourth verse, he that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in us. Read that again. And he saith, I know him. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth the word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. So the word of God can be perfected in us. And I believe every day that we need to work towards perfection. 
instead of making excuses that I'm just in the flesh and the Lord knows that I'm just in the flesh and He understands why I don't go and why I don't do no more. He understands. He knows exactly. Do I need to keep His commandments? Do I need to walk the best I can for Him? And if it ain't for myself, if it ain't for myself, it's for that little fella. He's going to grow up and know one day what church is, what church is about. Start handling the Word of God back in Sunday school class, back in the young'un's class. I remember some things that I learned in Sunday school. I remember some Christmas plays that we were in. Remember having to walk to church, which wasn't that far, but we didn't have no car. Fifth verse says, and I'm going to quit. But whoso keepeth the word in him verily is the love of God. The love of God is in the man that keeps the word of God. But don't handle the word deceitfully. Try to tear out a piece that don't suit us, don't suit my lifestyle. Try to change it to suit my lifestyle. That's happening today. That's happening. But whoso keepeth the word in, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith that he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. That's pretty strict. Walk as Christ walked. I'm falling short. 